All right, we don't have a lot of time, so we're going to try and make up for uh, duration with a little bit of intensity and uh, feeling slightly vexed and um, <laughs> and what irks you? <laughs> I'm glad you asked that, Michael. Um, I'm just looking at like a subheading here, which says, stop eating meat to save the planet. So we're going to beat that horse. I mean, it's a meat horse that we beat before when, you know, we had a podcast titled Eat Less for the Environment, which really the, the most important thesis that came out of that was, you know, fasting is good, but abstinence is maybe better. Yeah, I think I have a, yeah, well, I was going to say, I think we have a, a better premise now. That was like based off of just watching the trailer for oh, um, right. the game. Cause, yeah, and so, neither of us has actually watched the no. Game Changers, which is heralded as a documentary, but it's fiction as far as I can tell. Yeah. Or a narrative it's or as, a, fil- as, a movie or it's whatever. It's as, uh, as much commercial. reality as Arnold Schwarzenegger's first documentary. Oh, yeah. Pumping Iron, which yeah. is kind of a mockumentary, I think. It, it was all staged. Yeah. It was all, yeah. So whatever. He tends to be a producer on this thing, which it seems like it's about making money, but it I, might it, not be. But it, it it may not be. They may actually be altruists and and, and are concerned for the future of the, uh, the, the 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 species, as you know, as it is being affected by the condition of the spinning rock that the species is on, I'll, and in the process of changing. Yeah. So um, I didn't. We're terraforming. Want, I don't I, know if like, anybody realized that. But I, I got stopped uh, by one of Aaron's clients the other morning. And I haven't watched it because I think it's a total waste of time, and I think it'll just aggravate me. And um, and we only want to talk about it this one more time. Well, because I think there's some new things that I think should be brought up, and I also don't want to talk about it to an individual because I think it's a waste of breath. Oh yeah. Um, And and I talked to her about it because she's like, "Oh my god, have you seen the Game Changers?" And I was like, "No, I haven't, and I probably never will." And she's like, "Oh, why not? Is it?" You know, what What do you think? And I was like, I think it's a pile of garbage, but I also don't think it's uh, I don't think it's something that's trying to find truth. It's something trying to push ideology. Yeah. And here's a couple of reasons why. And I just like went down the list of look like if you, if you have an ethical problem with eating meat, it's not a conversation. It's nothing to argue. It's your own yeah. personal ethics. And I have nothing to say about it. Like I I don't eat certain things. Um, just based off of a really arbitrary line I draw in the sand. Like yeah. I don't eat shark meat because I really love sharks. It's not even an intelligence or a sentience thing. It's I fucked up when I was younger and I killed a blue shark and I wasted it. And I told myself I would never eat shark meat again because I killed something that didn't deserve to die. Well, I was responsible for it. I didn't actually kill it. The guy I was with killed it, but, but I caught it. Okay. And in ever I was just like, well, fuck, I fucked that up. Like, did he use a like a wooden club? Yeah, yeah. We we're salmon fishing. Do you fishing. think he beats his children? Uh, that I mean, guy, that's a stretch, right there. That I'm sorry, pro- I didn't. I it's didn't. not with him. I mean, okay. that guy was, fu- and he's a uh, he was the brother of a close friend of mine. I'm just, I, I just didn't remember all that sort of 
you know, adolescent rage. Take it out and, on a fish. And, and, and watch, you know, some friends that I grew up with that, um, you know, club a big fish yeah. that we caught like that. I mean, but, you know, in a way that wasn't just like one no. demonstrative thwack. No, it was like a beating. I was like, whoa. That's yeah, it's like a Rodney King thing. thing. It's yeah. like, I, and so and people could argue with me. All they'd be, oh, and I know shark, especially thresher shark, tastes yeah. really good because I used to eat a lot of it. And people could be like, well, here's the facts about how healthy it is for you. And I was like, there's no, there's not even an argument there yeah. because I did something in my life that I think I have to pay for. And so the line in the sand is there based off my own personal ethics. And right, but it's completely arbitrary. It's totally arbitrary. There's yeah. not, nothing actually changes by my behavior. Like I know I'm not affecting the world shark population. I know I'm not changing green. I'm not, you know, uh, helping uh, de- acidify the ocean or whatever the fuck you want to say. <laughs> it's literally just a... Do we want it to be more acid or more alkaline? I, I mean, <laughs> I'm conflicted. I, yeah, de-acidify. De- uh, I'm not, yeah, fuck. whatever it is. Yeah. I, You're, you have no effect. I have no effect. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And it's so, something personal to you. Yeah, so if, if it's an ethical argument, I say, yeah, fucking. Hey, if you, if right you were on. going around knocking on people's doors, have, you know, asking, have you heard the word of not eating shark today? <laughs> you know, that would be proselytizing, yeah. which yeah. is what this fucking movie is. Um, it seems and, to be. And uh, yeah, it does seem to be. So I explained I to mean, her, you know, why, you know, she was kind of lied to about this movie and what she okay. watched was, you know, in knowing that I haven't watched it, I do know about it and I know the arguments that are in it. So we kind of went down, I just went down the the list of the athletes that it, you know, was claiming all the success from, from veganism, um, <laughs> the greenhound, the, the save the world kind of bullshit. Yeah. Perform which, well, save the world, get your dick hard. That seemed to be the message. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, like, uh, which is a really, I mean, when you think about it, it's like a, a diet book headline. It doesn't, like, anyway, so the premise of uh, Gladiators. That, okay, we me, need to make that make that book. <laughs> <laughs> Save the world. Uh, I forgot the well, rest of it. They're affecting, <laughs> they're literally affecting all of people's sensibilities all in one go. Right? Yeah. Like appealing to their moral justification for doing something, appealing for their inner, um, their innate drive for sexual promiscuity. And, their and, and then their fear of <laughs> a negative outcome of any type of behavior that they might yeah. have. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, I just was, you know, looking at this one thing and, 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 uh, um, so I've read a number of different articles. Mm-hmm. It seems that most of them were actually plagiarizing Lane's Norton's piece, or at least yeah. use it as a point of reference to get the facts right, because he did some exhaustive research. Yeah, he spent some time on it. Unlike the dude. I mean, he probably didn't do anywhere near the thousand hours that the guy <laughs> who's narrating the movie claimed that he did, but he's also 10 times smarter, it appears. Yeah. So he got it done faster. So, <laughs> yeah. He so, didn't need the 10,000 you know, hours. Yeah, he chased whatever. it. He chased, you know, a bunch of the papers that were cited um, and the conclusions that those papers mm-hmm. came to compared them to, you know, what the, the conclusions that, you know, had the, you know, people who were involved in making this uh, document, whatever, this thing, um, read them, they came to some different, con- or he compared the conclusions that the scientists reach versus the um, movie makers. I have a quick question. Yeah. Do you think that ever 
in your life that a movie, film, media representation Mm -hmm. that explains how you should eat would ever work? (laughs) For me? Yeah. No, fuck no. Anytime someone tells me what to do, or even suggested, <laughs> I, like, no, go, you know, fuck yourself. And and but and I wouldn't honestly, I you know, I wouldn't have spent time reading the mm-hmm. you know some various analyses mm-hmm. of this thing um, in the last twenty four hours had I not stumbled upon um, Rob Wolf's. Oh right. Uh, yeah, that's uh, the more interesting social topic. media yeah. okay. post, which suggests suggested that when Lane Norton posted about it on Instagram mm-hmm. that that post got deleted mm-hmm. you know according because it, it violated some of Instagram's you know guidelines so I'm thinking that that, that I so there there was that and then I was just like okay well let's just get everybody to pile on and put yeah. this sort of you know some kind of critical look at it into their stories etc mm-hmm. uh, so um, so, so that it cannot be censored in a way this is really weird because the last time we talked about something that was like you know diet you know related it was yeah. the timothy noakes thing and he was being what i guess they call it shadow banned right where there's like it seems like there's some backdoor access where people are like silencing a subject topic or premise that they that doesn't go along with the liberal uh silicon valley like sensibilities i guess you could call it yeah, or it could be, um, th- th- there could be a greater level of complicity, mm. which I would be, um, okay, it wouldn't surprise me Mm-mm. if um, somebody with a you know, substantial amount of money, which they wanted to use to you know, improve the world or from their point of view or whatever, sure. yeah. was able to buy access to things and to influence behavior. In, you know, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, being private companies have no, you know, obligation to to be neutral about anything. No. Yeah. So, you know, they're just like, oh, well, we can uh, just add that to the bottom line, and all we got to do is, you know, help shape opinion. Yeah. Because we have seen social media help shape opinion uh, in politics, obviously, yeah. um, and and be be manipulated in order to do so, and. Uh, and so if 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 it if it is if it is true that he's sort of you know experiencing some if Norton is experiencing some shadow banning right now mm-hmm. and that that post was pulled down as you know quote unquote and I'm just hypothesizing what they would call it they're like that's hate speech <laughs> because <laughs> Who are you hating be, the animals the animals you're hating no. them you're talking about murdering animals <laughs> well no if they he's obviously hating on the people who you know. Um, are paying a large money, to or just you know who who, who made the the, the the thing and and misrepresented what the science actually says while proclaiming that it is a scientific thing when it's either an anecdote or it's a narrative you know of somebody else's anecdote. Well, it's a movie, like it's a it's a feature film, yeah. produced by big money, yes. Um, in which case they have marketing that goes into it. And they use social media as a big part of their marketing scheme. So if you look at it from a business standpoint, like, well, this company's given whatever platform they're using, you know, a bunch of money to buy advertising space. And these people are being critical Mm -hmm. and they give us nothing. They just leech off of us and provide no value. Supposedly, Um, you know, if you look at it in financial terms, um, 
then yeah, I could see like, oh, yeah. let's kind of suppress these guys and we'll give these guys their due because mm-hmm. um, they paid. because they get because they paid. Um, well, let's just look at the whole documentary or the whole film itself as marketing for maybe the some people who have uh, conflict of interest or you know some biases based on their involvement in you know vegan vegetarian driven. <laughs> Actually, can I just do an aside? Because yeah. I think it's mm-hmm. super fucking funny. That mm-hmm. link I sent you that, that you know, the company that makes the Mars bars are going to make a vegan, <laughs> vegan milk fridge. chocolate bar, um, <laughs> which, is, which and my favorite part of that, they're just like, okay, we've identified a consumer group that doesn't buy our products. That also doesn't um, give a shit about their health. <laughs> that also doesn't give a shit about their health because everybody, you know, vegetarians want, you know, treats that are, you know, whatever vegans want. Anyway, you, okay, it's milk chocolate, so it's got some dairy and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Anyway, so we're going to make the uh, the vegan version. The best part about that is they're going to charge three times more money for it <laughs> yeah, yeah. because they've identified that these people, not only are they you know, not buying our product, but they will pay more mm-hmm. if we pander to them. That's like the Beyond Meat. Yeah. That's like fucking $12 a pound. <laughs> it's more expensive than Whole Foods grass-fed like organic like source locally sourced massaged yeah, nicely executed yeah, yeah. i mean cow. legitimately close to the same price point is getting like a uh you can get an aged new york steak at that price per pound Fuck me. and you're talking about like one of the best sources of efa's uh essential amino acid like a, a, yeah a steak that is well raised and well finished and the fat content is fairly high you're talking about one of the most nutritious pieces of of food you food. can put in your mouth yeah and it's and then they just have like this laboratory equipment that they put into a bag and sell for the same because people expect to pay it yeah. for meat right like it's not yeah. like guys we made this out of plants and it is so much cheaper therefore we can make this offer to and this is how we're going to save the world yeah no they're 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 charging what people expect to pay on meat but then they're cleaning their conscious conscience is how i how i kind of is that meat washing? <laughs> like, like kind of like green washing? So here's, I pulled, I posted this the other day. This is a fucking, uh, I sent you uh, one of his other articles. The guy's mm-hmm. Tony uh, Vigorito. And he's talking, uh, he's a, he's a really good writer. I haven't read any of his books, but I just ordered three of them. And this is in one of his essays. He's talking about stopping at a truck stop in Texas. And what a fucking waste of nature Texas is. Like uh, just the people the places, the small towns. Okay. And he walked in, you know, at a gas station and he accidentally locked his keys in his car. So he's stuck here. He has to find something to eat. And he's looking around and he's like, none of this is food. And so he's asking like, Hey, where can I get some real food? Um, you know, salad or like, you know, some greens. So he's, you know, fairly healthy. And he goes, why, for example, is there such a thing as health food? In the same way as there's basketball and women's basketball and the default category presumes a male sport, the default category for a food apparently presumes disease. (laughs) It's like, why do we have to identify health food? Like, oh, you're a health food kind of person. You're like, you're not like, you're not into food that makes you health. Like I, yeah, like, no, I like to eat food that contributes to disease (laughs) because I'm super like my, Mm -hmm. my whole reason to be here is to fund the pharmaceutical companies later in life. And, uh, um, and so I just need to get as sick as possible so that I can give them as much of my wealth as possible later. I think 
if, if you look at ideas and you just look at how this plant-based diet thing is escalating and how yeah. accepted it is by major, manu- major manufacturing and food companies and how um, how big money is behind it, you should be really fucking skeptical about what is going on. Because yeah. if all these companies that make lots of money are getting behind something and starting to show like, oh, look, look this is how we're supposed to eat. The, then clearly there is profit to be made. Yeah, run. You should yeah. run the other way. Yeah. Um, or at least anything. get skeptical. And, and, you know, I would say, I mean, one of the, let's just say one of the conflicts of interest mm-hmm. that James Cameron has is that he has put a hundred plus million dollars. I've I've heard two figures, one forty or one seventy. Yeah, I've heard. But let's go the low one. We'll say one hundred forty million dollars into um, uh, Verdient Foods, which is an organic pea protein company. Sounds delicious. It, yeah. (laughs) I I hope they make it taste like meat, because um, (laughs) because that does seem to be what uh, like you know the, the whole like beyond meat thing and like well, why didn't you make it like meat why can't you just say it's but, like fucking but a, garden burger but if a plant-based diet is the way to go and these natural foods of how they're it's so natural we just eat plant-based yeah if that's the way to the go why would you have to hyper concentrate a food in order to make up for what you assume there's a deficiency of the lack of nutrient density or protein <laughs> and i people make this argument all the time like oh it's a vegan protein i get enough protein and other people are like how do you get enough protein that is not important. It is really easy to get enough protein on a plant-based diet because of foods like these that are yeah. completely unnatural, completely processed, you know, to hell. Yeah, you you say you're against processed food? Well, that grass-fed, grass-finished, nicely executed, you yeah. know, massaged cow um it, it, it is less processed than fucking skim milk is. Yeah. And okay, we can't use, you know, milk because you're vegan, so let's just talk about the you know, the, the beyond meat thing, mm-hmm. like, is that not processed food? Heavily processed. Heavily processed fucking food. In which case yeah. you're talking about to the point where they have to wash and bleach and refine and in, in some cases invert, which most people don't even know what that is, but that's when they molecularly discharge uh, a chemical until it becomes a different state and then it moves in a Dis- gas state and then it, they take because the it precipitate breaks, out of yeah, it, yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever precipitates uh-huh. from and it, and then it, they recollect the molecules after that precipitation hits the top of the canister, and somehow that reorganizes the molecules so that it intensifies the flavor or it changes the I don't know, whatever. There's some food science behind there, but when I read about it, it's like Jesus Christ. And so, like, <laughs> <laughs> and we get these, and I get you know a little bit because I, I really do think. Yeah, you should eat probably less processed food. What I do think you suppose that's a, the energy cost of that is? <laughs> to do all that? Yeah. A like, lot. Because they use electricity or natural gas to run some fucking machinery. Oh, I'm for sure. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're boiling something. So you're basically, right. I mean, full blast heat for however many thousands of gallons. Oh, but year. they're probably using solar power, so. <laughs> for sure. Because they, they For sure solar power. Because they care. Well, it's a, or wind. Although I do believe in like, I think it's, pro- I don't think processed food is necessarily bad. I think that's a bad 
description of what food is. But you know when you're driving to Vegas mm-hmm. and you drive, like right before you get into town, there's just the solar farms out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you you realize what the good they're doing? They're like, it's like in the <laughs> desert out there. Yeah, they're making electricity and shit, but uh-huh. think of all the shade they're providing for all those insects and animals that used to live. They really do care there. about they nature. They really do. Yeah, they just don't, they're most concerned about, you know, skin cancer and sunburn mm-hmm. and shit like that. And so they've provided shade for all the living creatures out in that sort of <laughs> area well, where they... I, that's what I think. When I think of big companies, I just, man, they just care so much about every living creature. Yeah. That they, they would do anything. And clearly, the, you know, <laughs> let's just let's just say Mr. Cameron, who, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I look at it the same, you know, some people go, well, you, you, yeah, he's got this, con- he's got this pea protein company and mm-hmm. he's making this commercial um, in, you know, in the form of this film slash documentary in order to, you know, promote uh, a, a life, promote lifestyle changes that would eventually steer consumers to his product. Right, because mm-hmm. he needs more money. No, he probably doesn't need more money. Mm-hmm. This is probably an. I look at it and like, yeah, maybe he really does care, but I doubt it, or he wouldn't have had five kids. Um, <laughs> and uh, I mean, about the planet, care about the planet, because the impact of another human being on the planet is far greater than anything that they could. I mean, they're already like, if you have to eat in a certain way to reduce your impact, yeah. you've already accepted that you are part of the fucking problem that you have mm-hmm. impacted the environment and you can do you can drive a fucking tesla or mm-hmm. other electric you could do all of those things you are still going to have a net negative effect on the environment you cannot make it better by being here yeah however your bones can be turned into fertilizer and grow plants and so that should make you feel better about becoming part of the food chain but um i'm thinking about this and i go i i think I don't think it's a money grab necessarily. I think Mm -hmm. it's fucking guilt. I think that when he made all those movies that everyone loves and having been involved in the film business and seeing how fucking wasteful and the environmental impact that goes along with the making of those movies, Mm. no matter how much, um, you know, good, you know, and fun, you know, good was done by entertaining people and causing them to think or laugh or this or that. You know, it doesn't outweigh the fact that it is one of the most rapacious, environmentally rapacious fucking industries mm. that exists on the planet. And they're all concentrated there in that one place. And if it fell into the ocean, it would be a good thing. Well, yeah, because I think no matter how you live now, if I'm living what I drive a Hummer, I, I eat meat, I, I don't know, I'm a generally wasteful person, let's yeah, just say. let's just say. Um, but if I don't have children, it means I don't put my trash into the future after I'm gone. And basically, essentially by having children, you're, you're not only, especially five children, <laughs> you're not only taking what you made and putting that into the future that will waste, you're giving them the potential to prolong that yeah. indefinitely. To keep having an impact. Yeah. And it's, yeah, maybe they are going to be the ones that change everything. No. <laughs> they're for sure not like they're just that that argument like well one of that person is the person who cures cancer cancer is the only thing that's keeping us all alive actually it do is t- a natural selection yeah. it is our only adversary like it's our only natural enemy that can actually cull some of the human population so actually speaking of selection and, and it, ex- it it accelerates as we accelerate people haven't like the correlation is, yeah, like Mother Earth will take care of herself by offing the thing that is affecting her the worst. And yet we keep trying to defy her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, let's just look at selection and, mm-hmm. you know, sort of natural selection and that kind of thing. Um, if, you know, being 
vegan was the answer mm-hmm. to all of the high performance and reproduct you know mm-hmm. athletic high, athletic perform improved athletic performance and reproductive prowess would it not have been selected for like why is it why is it even a topic wouldn't it just be the natural order of things right well and that that's I mean, kinda... or am i am i like be am i a Am, am I just being a fucking mouthpiece for big meat right now by asking that question? Such a shill. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to I mean, to be honest, we're at a, like technology allows us a very like it allows us preference. Yeah. And that has never really happened before. Like after you know before, unless you were royalty or you know something that gave you some kind of privilege historically, you really didn't have a choice of what you ate. It was this and that. Not even this yeah. or that. It's yeah. just potatoes and this, or it's bread and this, or it's whatever. Yeah. It's always the same. It's grain and this, or yeah. it's meat and this. Or, hey, if 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 it came down and like, hey, we're going to enforce, you know, veganism or vegetarianism even, mm-hmm. you know, uh, on everybody on the planet. Well, there are populations that would perish uh-huh. because they live in environments where things of that nature do not grow. Right. And if you want to keep that population alive, I mean, if you, um, then you're going to have to transport the stuff to them. Mm. And obviously transportation uh, pollutes a lot more than, you know, the, the, the meat production of, you know, that, that is going on in those locations in, in the first place. Um, let me get back to selection, oh, yeah, though, yeah. because you said something that uh, you might So James Cameron was on some interview and was saying that going vegan was like better than Viagra for yeah. the, the the vigor of his erection and I'm like well if and you asked the question if that was true and it was true for long enough it would have been selected for yeah and only like well females who are into mating I just want to like look for the you know the hardest with the most you know volume uh, of ejaculate mm. right and so they would select the you know the vegan the vegan cock um <laughs> <laughs> and i don't mean rooster um uh in order to in order to reproduce yeah. but then maybe and then uh but the gestation period's kind of long and so you'd want someone who was also able to protect you and they had invented the protein shake, so the guy probably who was a vegan wasn't as big as that one <laughs> strongman guy that they used uh, as an example, who was also drinking four gigantic protein shakes a day, according to Lane. But um, anyway, yeah, they uh, also didn't disclose. But his. anyway, I'm just like, okay, so being vegan is better than Viagra. Uh, all right, this is I think this is made up, and but only it's, in it, the sense that it attracts really dumb model esque females who also buy that hype. Oh, that's what he probably means. Boom. He got yeah. so much pussy after he came out of yeah. the vegan closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was married once, right? Uh, is he still married? I think he's I, still married. He's probably still married. I, I I just remember like he was married to another filmmaker and she made a couple of pretty cool films that Um yeah, anyway, and I, uh, what is she working on? Avatar read. two now or something? Oh, okay, more blue people, awesome. More blue people, more. Um, I can't wait. Romanticizing to... an indigenous lifestyle. Okay, something like that, and maybe this has something to do with that. Although there's very few indigenous people that are <laughs> that are vegan. <laughs> yeah. None that I can think of. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, 
I mean, omnivore for a reason. I mean, we yeah. When, yes, when, some of our teeth are flat, but mm. others are sharp. Huh. Yeah. Well, we're. <laughs> I. I mean, it used to be thought that we're obligatory omnivores. Yeah. Right? Like that we needed variation through foods. But one of the weird things, and I'm I'm actually going to go ahead and admit it, that I think it's really strange. The carnivore diet actually supersedes some of those past thoughts. Not that I'm saying that it's good, but all the things that we think we needed, like phytonutrients and vitamin C to fight scurvy, and that, that actually isn't true. Like our, our thought of being obligatory omnivores is not true. We can live 100% off of meat, actually, and not be nutrient deficient, like yeah. even a little bit, actually, especially if you you know, eat the whole animal kind of deal. Right. So that, in the first place, is, is pretty weird, but uh, my thought was like... <laughs> I want to say at the turn of the century, last century, century before our century, not this century, um, it seems like that was, from what I read, the first, um, kind of the first inclination to promote uh, vegetarianism or lowered meat uh, as a health advice kind of deal. Is that... I mean, I haven't read anything before maybe like the late 1800s that really... Um, promotes the use of vegetables. Although um, uh, Epicurus um, was heavily into beans, <laughs> he promoted that as a health food. Okay, and uh, I think he might have made a couple statements about removing meat and adding live food back in, or something like that. So okay. maybe it was like, maybe it was a thing. Um, but then, um, who was the uh, famous uh, uh, Percy Sarity? Okay. Yeah. He, uh, so early 1900s, uh, 1920s, 1930s. Uh, later. I mean, because because he was training. I mean, Elliot. But before his before protege. he became a coach. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so like when in his own running career. Yeah. I think he talked about eating oats and raw oats and yeah. raw foods and stuff like, that, and and limiting meat and and maybe dairy as well. And so you start to see like okay some athleticism is tied to the reduction of meat because before it was kind of the opposite it was like you know eat a lion heart before you run the marathon which is fucking idiotic too but um i'm just trying to it, it seems like just in because the past then you'll years, have a then if you know if you're like a plains antelope you'll have the lion in you chasing you <laughs> or something. I'm not. I'm trying to. I'm trying to make a logic. You know, see the logic. I'm of, just a yeah. lion to, to resemble a lion in an endurance event is not. Yeah, exactly. Correct thinking. Yeah, but I'm trying to get a handle on. Okay, um, it, let's just say, um, other than slight deviations in the past 150 years, is when it started to become uh, more widespread practice. Mostly, right. These things were the exception. Yeah, not the rule. There, there was experimenting outside of the norm in order to see if. You know, performance mm -hmm. could be improved in some way that was superior to that norm. Yeah, other than that, it's been like health. Like, and we've had really no identification for what, no good definition for what health is, other yeah. than it is a lack of disease. And so, my my guess when I look at it, like, well, why would even uh, my grandfather was vegan for a really long time? Um, I don't know what ever spurred that on, other than um, he came from that. 50s 60s health nut kind of i'm trying to think of the culture that caused it but uh candida the, the, the same culture that invented margarine 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and the same one that was really into chiropractics and and magnetic healing. And, and yeah. he was not he was not a dumb man. He was actually fairly well informed. Um, and he he was on the so far side of the health extreme being vegan that he had to supplement with B vitamins using B pollen and all sorts of things. Like he was always constantly trying different supplementations to make yeah. a, a vegetarian diet more healthful. Um, and he was a fairly healthy person. I mean, in his before he got ALS, he was running, you know, 10 to 15 miles a day. He was an avid runner, super healthy. Um, and I don't, I, and I see it in other populations, older people tend to take meat out of their diet too. And I don't want to discount that. There, there is something, you don't need as much protein the older you get. Um, and there seems to be something uh, in common with aging populations, reducing the overall amount of protein, not necessarily just getting rid of it, yeah. um, but really feeling better on less protein. And, and that that's just correlation. There's no evidence to back that up. It's just something that I noticed. But I really think that the it happening in the last hundred years is more of a precedence of availability and options, not of not of, of something what, being right or better. Exactly. And I, I will compare this to when you first start taking pictures. Yeah. I take a picture, snap, I look at it, I go, Oh, cool, I took that picture. I play with it a little bit. Cool, I took a bit another picture. That's one way to learn how to do it. How most people do it though, they take a totally fucking random picture of just the subject that they like, they put it into a computer program, and then they run filters over until it looks interesting. And this is how I feel people approach diet. They take the subject that they like, veganism, carnivore, paleo, whatever the topic right. is, and then they try to make it interesting after the, they've chosen their you know, ideology. Yeah. They, mat, they filter it. They go, oh, now it's interesting because of my ethics or because of the, the, the climate change or because it gives my dick hard or like whatever the, the thing is. It's just a filter problem. I, it, on the way out to Death Valley, um, Thurk and I stopped in Pa Rump and we could get some groceries <laughs> and walk into this Albertson store. And, um, and it, I end up sort of like pretty close to the entry. I, I, I identify a refrigerator, like an open front refrigerator kind of thing, um, that looks like it has meat in it. So I head over there and realize pretty quickly that the, the you know, they're like bratwurst, quote unquote, mm. you know, but it's like plant worst. Oh, fuck. So they're, so they're like plant-based sausages or whatever, but the one that look that was made to look like a honey glazed ham <laughs> to all the way to being in the little net kind of thing. And like the whole deal, what do they I make the like bone a, out of that goes down? A, a, a corn cob or something. I'd fuck. I don't know. But, um, I, I was just like, why are you trying to make it look like meat? Why can't it be, um, you if know, it's the natural way, the natural state should be appealing. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you have converted it from its natural state into something um, that you find visually appealing, and you can trick yourself into thinking that yeah. it was, it, you know, this other thing. And I'm just like, oh, well, that's like, <laughs> is that, that's like the methadone way, you know, way <laughs> yeah. of getting off meat and into plants is you still make it, it's still like kind of a... That's a really good analogy. <laughs> so you can't you, quite kick it all together and what just are you, like what are you eating there? It's the methadone of sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. I, so that same thing happened to us in Joshua Tree. We were looking for a place to eat. We found a Thai restaurant. It was clo closed like five minutes before we got there. Okay. So we found another restaurant that looked like a sandwich place. So yeah. we just, you know, went there. Walked in and it's 
oh shit, it's a vegan sandwich place. <laughs> and sometimes I can, you know, yeah, I can do it. Get down if it, it was yeah. just vegetables, yeah. I would probably figure it out. Or if they had like, you know, clever hummus and bean paste and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, it was all fake meat. And I was like, this is fucking disgusting. Like it was, I can't do the fake. I can eat vegetables for vegetables sake. Yeah. And I can eat all sorts of creative vegetarian dishes. There was a really good place here uh, a couple years ago, Sage's, mm-hmm. uh, which it was phenomenal raw vegan food. Like they okay. made some of the best food I've ever had. Like a, uh, what they call the Rasta pasta. It's like zucchini noodles with this raw pesto, tons of beetroot and like really good foods that are you know dense in nutrition it's yeah. actually satisfying not this place just fake meat tempeh on everything tofu on everything what like the beyond meat stuff and the only other restaurant that was really open was across the street because it was like a sunday it was like a 90 minute wait we waited 90 minutes is yeah. <laughs> 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 is because tofurkey was not yeah, you know, I, I grew your... up with that stuff because my brother was always trying to be vegan. So I I was just, why don't you, like you say you're vegetarian, you say you're vegan, you say that it's plant-based, but nobody eats fucking vegetables anymore. And that like, yeah, I agree. Everybody should eat more healthy plants. I'm 100% on board. Can't argue against it. For sure. Yeah. And and in most cases, uh, and I find this a lot with people who who eat a high, highly like processed diet, lots of McDonald's, fast food, yeah. uh, packaged foods. Uh, I don't hungry man dinners is what I imagine the fucking average <laughs> idiot eats. They they almost can't digest good food. Like they have the their their gut flora doesn't have the ability to process the complexity and the cellulose breakdown of like you know. Uh, cruciferous vegetables okay so i'm struggling with this one too mm-hmm. um but it, the, if i eat beyond meat <laughs> yeah i'm eating vegetables right i'm getting my my vegetable like i don't have to eat a salad if i eat beyond meat <laughs> i don't even know i don't like i, I have like, to like I, literally look, look it up right now okay I, let's see what, while uh, you're doing that i'm gonna yeah. talk a little bit about correlative you know anal- quote analysis um oh be- jesus the oh. Meg- yeah the vegan meat substitutes are made from mixtures of pea protein isolates rice protein mung bean protein canola oil coconut oil potato starch apple extract sunflower lecithin pomegranate powder with a range of vitamins and minerals the- <laughs> you're <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> this is the most it- processed food you could it- possibly get yeah I mean, I feel like we're both stunned into silence. Yeah, I don't. I honestly, the ingredients are mixed and fed into a food extrusion machine that cooks the mixture while forcing it through a specially designed mechanism that uses steam, pressure, and cold water to form the product's chicken-like texture. As of 2014, the company's product offering consists of Beyond Chicken, Beyond Beef, the company's two flavors. Uh, of imitation ground beef product are made from pre-proteins, canola oil, and various seasonings. Canola oil is fucking terrible for you. Like, industrial seed oils are not good. So they make a soy-free burger. They make a a vegan alternative to pork sausage. Three ingredients, bratwurst, hot Italian. But it seems like the uh, pea protein is, um, is a pretty serious... Uh, com- like one of the major components of all these things. 
it has uh, it probably it, has the best um uh, amino acid profile yeah. out of all of them yeah, for, for yeah, sure yeah. Mm-hmm. but that's just going to take me right back to james sure. cameron's involvement with a pea protein manufacturing yeah if you see you know, the company. stuff blowing up i it it, it, it and is I'm not, and again you know let's just i'm I'm not going to draw any correlative I can't fuck conclusion. him. He's totally in this for like, <laughs> even if it's not the money, yeah. he's for sure in it for the ideology. Yeah. Like if he becomes like the guy who helps promote this ideal and he lives to the ideal to a super high degree, he becomes a prophet of sorts. Yeah. You know, look what I did for, and he, I, I'll, I'll give him the benefit that he thinks he's doing the best thing that he could. Yeah. Um, because he's a fucking idiot. Like that, that's the only saving grace there is that he is uneducated in nutrition. Mm-hmm. Therefore, he's putting his money into the exact wrong way to help people with nutrition. So clearly it's not about helping people with nutrition. It's something else. It can't be because it, it, this is not nutritious. Like the, it, yeah, it has to be something. <laughs> it has to be something else. Then is what I'm saying is yeah. like it has to be, you know, save the planet kind of deal or, it, you know, it, and. I, I think the planet's going to save itself. <laughs> James Cameron is to veganism as Tom Cruise is to Scientology. Like a, a good, like... He's a spokesperson. Head, a spokesperson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He, he reps it. And he's like selling something that is obviously fucking bad for most people. <laughs> and and l- let me go back to what I just said for a second. Yeah, I, need to, sure. I need to elaborate on that the planet will save itself at the expense of our species. Yeah, I think so. Hopefully it will kill us off and then, you know, revert back. And if we, and that would be the best thing. Although, you know, people who are alive right now and don't want to be dead or don't want to be extinct or don't want to see the human, you know, species disappear, um, you know, we'll try and fight against that, of course. But I think Mother Nature wins in the end. I really loved this about some, somebody mentioned this here that corrected me because it's like, oh, save the planet. And they're like, no, 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 no. The planet will save itself. Like, we just want to save ourselves. Yes. It's like, yeah, that's pretty much true. Like, yeah, it's we want to save the house we are trying to build yeah. or we build. Or and we'll kill a lot of other species along with us. Yeah. Including plant life and, you know, fucking up the oceans or whatever. Yeah. But... I don't, it shouldn't take that long until something... I mean, if we don't do it to ourselves, which is the most likely result. Okay. Like yeah. that. that is... Yeah. I mean, if you were going to bet, yeah. you know, uh, nuclear holocaust um, versus, I don't know... Oh, uh, anti-vaxxers second, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> se- gonna... <laughs> second ice age. Let's say those are the two. Yeah. I would put like 90% on, on nuclear holocaust. Yeah. Um, especially depending on how next year's election goes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it, yeah, I, I'm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do the correlative thing, or the the James Wilkes or whatever his name is epic battle rope well, session. Yeah. <laughs> well, so the points made in the article, they're all really good points, and I like. Yeah. I think it's worth reading the article so that you kind of. I mean. If you have kind of some education in nutrition, if you watch that, you'll know exactly what to call bullshit on. And that Lane is is really good about yeah, actually doing and, and, and I think work. like him lighting a signal fire of mm-hmm. sorts and making people sort of okay, we're going to examine this and not take it at face value, mm-hmm. as you should do with everything. But there isn't always sort of a hue and cry that goes along with everything, right? You right. know, in, in, in the sense. But now someone's coming along and it's fucking with people's diets. Mm-hmm. And their preconceptions about this and that, and yeah. and and 
and it's almost always like anybody who I've talked to about this mm -hmm. or I've seen sort of in favor of or proselytizing for, mm -hmm. you know, the thesis of the movie and the movie itself, it's, uh, it, it's almost always like an ignorant and emotionally driven response. And I'm not saying that, you know, ignorance and emotion are, uh, uh, go hand in hand or whatever, but, but it, it does seem like, and especially you mentioned the lady that asked you the question about the thing and she seemed to be quite, um, oh, yeah. in a, you know, especially females. So when, when, you know, it appears mm -hmm. from all the stuff that, 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 uh, I'll, the majority of the actors mm -hmm. in this are male. And so they're trying to get, they're trying to convince dudes. Hence, you, yeah, wouldn't, yeah, yeah. you know, you wouldn't have, you know, the governor involved <laughs> if, um, if that wasn't the case, you wouldn't have like yeah. in all of the athletes, that strong man, be not, tough. Yeah. Strong yeah. man, be tough, you know? Okay. And this guy's a super endurance athlete and he's in there and this guy's dick got harder than it was before. <laughs> James, and he's in James there. James Cameron is just in there. Hard just, as nails. Just, just talking about his hardness, <laughs> the turgidity of veganism. So, <laughs> I think uh, what was weird about it is uh, from from all points without actually watching the film, which I, I probably God not damn, going we to need to, we need to, we need to have a screening here. We need to have a fucking party. I'm I'm okay with that because we Friday could night? stop it. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, th th my my big problem we'll put with it on it the big screen <laughs> is that what what you can do with nutrition that is arbitrarily labeled is less than what you can do with an open nutrition. Um, philosophy like if I just accept that all foods are available to me yeah right minus shark <laughs> yes <laughs> then I have uh, then I start to understand the mechanisms behind nutrition I start to think about what they do to me and how I actually feel and this is what I find with most people on a quote-unquote plant-based diet um, their defense is well I've been on a plant-based diet since X and I feel great which is awesome yeah um, I don't rock and roll. Yeah, but keep it to your fucking self. This is yeah. This is exactly <laughs> my problem. It's like, man, I've been using lube and a massive butt plug since 2013. I feel phenomenal. That doesn't mean it's for you. <laughs> uh, what size? I don't know. What do you mean massive? <laughs> well, I, I mean, what are we talking about? I don't need. I don't need length. I need diameter. I'm just curious. Like, <laughs> what would it be? I don't even know what I could actually accept up there. I would probably do an inch. No, <laughs> but or you know, let me take it back to you know a decade ago. Mm -hmm. I've been wearing these shoes that look like feet. <laughs> And I think you should too, because it is like the most natural thing in the world. It'll fix your posture. Yeah. It'll make your dick hard. So It'll be like, what is it about? <laughs> because things that actually work, we keep secret. Yes. Right. Places that we don't want disrupted. We don't tell people about those things. Exactly. Secret, the shit like, that might give you an edge. Oh, how about this? Performance yeah. wise. How many people are talking about Adderall that they use to get their work done? How many people are talking about the, you know, semi methamphetamines that they're using to actually keep them awake throughout the day? If it will give you a performance advantage at work in athletics uh -huh. or in the bedroom, you don't say shit. Secret. Yes. Yeah. Because you want that to be you. And it's only the, you know, you want it to be exclusive to you. You want to have an advantage over the other, exactly. Yeah. You know, your other competitors, yeah. be they, you know, athletic, you know, job related or for, you know, but why is an your athlete partners. trying to win things? Would you ever sell what your diet is as the secret of your performance if it was actually the secret of your performance? Exactly. 
I mean the whole the, the whole sort of UFC thing where mm-hmm. you know they used the the, the Conor McGregor example of, with Nate Diaz and mm-hmm. so McGregor goes up a couple weight classes to fight him, Diaz you know is heralded because he didn't have a lot of time to to prepare for the fight blah 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 but they have it anyway and then they didn't mention I guess according to Lane so they talked about the the one fight where Diaz mm-hmm. won but then there was a rematch and McGregor won mm-hmm. but then they also don't know they don't note that um uh, that of Diaz's, you know, 11 losses <laughs> as a professional, mm-hmm. they don't say that maybe those guys were, you know, out veganed him. You know, they're trying, <laughs> they're trying to, they're trying to say that he, he won because of, or he was able to win because of, or there's a correlation between winning and yeah. how he ate. No, in fact, they but, say that Conor McGregor ate too many steaks. Yeah. And then, um, so maybe he, tr- you know, maybe Diaz trained better. Maybe Diaz has more experience. Maybe, you know, he's better on the, mm-hmm. on that particular day, blah, 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 you know, whatever. But it's, but it's okay. We're, since we're talking about diet, we're only going to talk about the diet. Then, then you have to talk about the diet and the lack of performance mm-hmm. or the, the guy that said he, you know, almost beat, but didn't in the end Klitschko or whatever. And oh, he lost immediate. terribly to Klitschko. Okay. And that's the so weird he, part. They uh, talked about what a high level he got to. He fought the best in the world on a vegan diet. Yeah. He lost to the best in the world who is not vegan. Yeah. But they failed to mention that. Which it, so it, so in that, in that regard, I look at it and I go, okay, it's just, it's advertising. Yeah. Um, because in advertising, you can get away with anything. And I was actually having a conversation um, recently with a photographer, and um, he was shooting, a, and he, he does journalism. He shoots for, you know, Nat Geo and some other, you know, so he does the journalistic shooting, but he also does advertising. And there are two very different standards of, you know, one is documentation and one you can make shit up. Mm-hmm. And so if you miss a shot, but you still got to provide a product to the person who's buying your content for their advertising campaign, and then you can create it in a compositional manner mm-hmm. um, by combining multiple images into one to give them the shot that yeah. they want, um, that's okay in advertising, not okay in documentaries. Right. Okay, so I look at this in the exact same way. Yeah, if you're it's entertainment, it, it, yeah, yeah, it's it, it, it. In a documentary, you present the objective sort of, you know, data. I mm-hmm. believe that's the way it's supposed to, and let the audience decide for themselves. If it's advertising, then you steer them towards the conclusion you would like them to reach. Uh, Do you, you think? Know, and and uh, and then allow them to think that they got there on their own. Do you think that there should be some regulation, as in, if you're going to cite scientific research, then you can't. It can't be entertainment. Actually, it has to be like there There needs to be some kind of protection for what we understand as journalism and what we understand as entertainment. Fuck them. People, ignorant people get what they deserve. I, I agree with that. I mean, just in the sense that yeah. uh, just like, hey, if you're not suspicious, if you're not asking questions, if you're taking it at face value, you get what you deserve. Yeah. And if it sounds preposterous and you just take it and go, oh, yeah, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he was Mr whatever universe olympia seven times yeah blah 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 uh-huh. okay Where, and, in, in and, which case he displayed a massive amount of meat eating in order to get to that in fact in the film exactly so is it guilt now <laughs> like no, that he, does he feel bad for all the cows that he ate not even a little bit like, not I, even well a, he yeah. had a heart attack and the ornish diet apparently lowered his cholesterol and because cholesterol is related to heart disease dietary in, cholesterol is in related. vegan heart practices <laughs> like, I, yeah it's like your brain runs off of fucking cholesterol but hey let's ignore that fact let's go to yeah um it, it could be I, I mean it's hard to imagine that somebody doesn't have a personal experience that was profound to them that would make them jump on board but yeah most humans would do anything for a buck 
most. Yeah, or an extra day of life. Yeah, which is sometimes a bug. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I, yeah, I, I think, I mean, I think about it like, because um, we talk a lot about health and longevity and, you know, prolonging, having a good life experience, I think is the most important. Like yeah. a high quality of life, I think is really important. Um, I think about it like, are my practices going to kill me? Like if, if how I'm eating, is that improving my life or taking away from it? And I look at it almost as neutral as in I'm eating high quality food, but I'm also enjoying the food that I'm eating, which means, you know, I go outside the boundaries sometimes and just eat a fucking fried chicken sandwich because it tastes good. And I think the experience is worth it. Yeah. And I also think, I mean, I said this, maybe this is probably too much for most people, but if I found out that ayahuasca would take 10 years off of your life, I think I would do it anyway. Like, I think it's that worth it. And if you said, you know, oh, you could live an extra 10 years if you ate, you know, uh, wheatgrass only, I'd be like, well, that's not fucking worth it. Right? Like, so there's yeah. some there's some absurdity that is acceptable ex- absurdity. Like giving up 10 years of my life to experience a hallucinogenic drug, I think is absurd. But I also think it improves the quality of my life like a thousandfold. When you're not under its influence. Even when I'm but- not. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I think it, it impacts how I see the world in such an important way that I, I personally think it's, it's good. It's a, it's a, it's a worthwhile trade. I will never talk somebody else into doing it. Yeah. It's not for everybody for sure. And in fact, I've gotten to the point before I, when I, you know, you're first excited about something, you're like, oh my God, you start proselytizing. Everybody needs to On wear accident, these right? shoes. But I was like, oh, you got to try it because it's insane. Try this thing. Yeah. It's like, it makes you feel so different. Dude, coffee. It's so amazing. Yeah, it's Everyone like, should drink it. You should wake up and have at least five glasses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I got to the point where I understood like, oh yeah, yeah. It's not for everybody. And therefore, if I have to actually talk somebody into it, or if I, if like I have to sell it then I actually give the potential to have a bad experience. Yeah. But if I just mention what I do and people notice that the outcome is tied to the practice that I have, they'll ask about my practice and then I'm not selling anything. And then if they try it, it's on them. I have nothing to do with it in that sense. And I think diet is very, very similar where it's like people will ask Aaron how she eats because of how she performs and how she looks. I mean, that's just kind of it that's probably the 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 easiest selling point um because she's i mean she just finished the open 75th in the world (laughs) she's vegan right no (laughs) she was was. she was yeah she was okay so that's 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 so that's why she she was falling the fuck apart like what yeah she was falling apart on a vegan diet she didn't have a raging boner strangely (laughs) Um, <laughs> no, she, I mean, that was one of the things I mean, I, well, I, I've been let's, tra- just, let's just say it's not, you know, Cameron's is probably not raging. Yeah. It's just hard enough to talk about. <laughs> I just want, like, I want to ask his wife, if, like, is it raging? Yeah. Is it, <laughs> well, does, it, does it chase you around the house on its own? I doubt like, it. They probably just finally got an erection again. <sighs> because he got over his guilt. I don't know. They, yeah. So, um, it's that's a really a weird segue man. from yeah. James Cameron's yeah, I know. erection really, into sorry, Aaron's vegan diet. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, no, she was she was vegan for nine years, and I was training her for about a year of at that? that point. A year yeah. while she was vegan. 
and she said she was vegan and i was like oh that sucks uh whatever like i don't like we'll yeah. just deal with it and i told her you know buy these supplements you'll need b12 you'll need you know folate you'll need um at the time i didn't know about it but i was having to get another supplement that had choline in it and i did i was unaware but now that i know it was choline that actually helped with that um so she's supplementing all the things that but she was still getting kind of exhausted because she was starting to like double her volume of training. She was running a lot. She's doing more endurance activities. She was just lethargic and tired all the time. Yeah. And so finally one day we went and ran stairs. A, couple, a big group of us went up, run stairs up in Park City. And uh, we're, there was a farmer's market that day and we we're walking through it. And there was a like fish market. This guy flies in fish. She's like, should I eat meat? And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, that's a stupid question. Like, it's not even. It's just like, what kind of meat should I eat? I was like, well, you haven't eaten meat for a long time, so it should be something light. I wasn't thinking about textural or you know what would be hard to conceptually eat. I was just like, I would probably eat fish. I was like, it's super light, easy to digest. It's probably some of the best protein profile you can get. I was like, and halibut tastes really good. It's like steaky whitefish. So she bought a pound of halibut. Okay. She went home. She cooked it. She ate the whole thing. And she says it was like electricity coming out of her fingertips. She had so much energy. She was just like vibrating. And it took oh her. My. Yeah. And so she started training. And there was a like remarkable uptick in performance. Like she was able to start training twice a day. She was running faster. Her heart rate got lower. Like there was all sorts. It was just like, oh, well, you were deficient in something. Yeah. And you got it. And your body's like, cool, we can calm down now or whatever the thing is. And then. You know, she tried to eat beef, couldn't eat beef. She didn't have the enzymes for that. Took her about a year to be able to eat most meats. But she was good with fish, good with chicken, um, and then good with eggs, stuff that's really simple. Um, And, uh, yeah, it's just like, man, she'd be a fucking shit. She couldn't do what she does eating a plant-based diet. There's no fucking way. Like, she trains twice a day still. She has a high volume of training. Um, she lives heavy, she runs fast, she goes hard. And I don't, I don't see how a body could take that by constantly shoving in like processed protein powders, like all the time. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, but she eats fairly naturally, like tons of greens, uh, tons of eggs and hummus and, you know, fresh bread, stuff like that. Like she, she eats all, almost all real food. Her, her protein powders are thrown into like chia pudding and shit. (laughs) Nice. She's kind of like half, like she has like her style of food is like if a vegan ate meat, that's what her food looks like. You know, it's like okay. avocado toast with egg whites. Like it's like nice. Yeah, I guess it comes down to um, when you you were talking about sort of the omnivorous thing, all these different things, um, and start looking at uh, different animals that mm-hmm. people keep as pets, mm-hmm. and um, and looking at the you know if an animal is going to eat a raw food diet. Mm-hmm. It's it can't be sort of a you know monosource. Yeah, it's not it's yeah. not just it's not just okay lamb steak or right. you every know, day. or or whatever yeah. every day, um, because there's a bunch of different nutrients that come from different things and mm-hmm. and the 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 most density let's say or completeness comes from eating the whole animal. Mm-hmm. 
right? And so, you know, watch these dogs eating, you know, the chicken claws. Yeah. And then... <laughs> chicken face. <laughs> and, then, and then the face. <laughs> and then... Um, and, and some different meat sources and, you know, organs. Mm. And not, not just the muscle tissue. Bones. But, but the yeah. bones. Mm-hmm. But the, or, you know, and, and yeah, watching Sparkle go down on a chicken leg. Mm. Um, uncooked. Because, you know, not... I just do it for because it's a toothbrush. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. also... She just, like, crunches right through. You know, cartilage, mm-hmm. the bone, everything. Bum, 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 and there yeah. it goes. I'm like, whoa. Okay. <laughs> so, I... I why you know and and why don't we do that in in a sense like we we would have you know greater variety of nutrients should we eat the whole thing and i'm not mm. totally down with eating the you know the bird wing feathers and all yeah, let's yeah, say yeah. but that is something that happens and 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 good um source of certain minerals and vitamins from the actual fur of the creature mm-hmm. that gets eaten like if you don't like in the, if and obviously we don't have the same uh, sort of thing as a canine or some other animal, you know, or fucking cat's a little fucking murderer, but, um, it, it, but it will also eat, you know, one of, one of the things I was reading the other day is somebody's just like, oh, what's the, you know, what's the best sort of nutritional profile for a cat? And it was like, well, a mouse is about as complete as it gets for a fucking cat, yeah. especially a domesticated cat. Interesting. And I was like, oh, okay, whole thing. And a cat, you know, it doesn't yeah. like cherry pick the fucking good parts. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> and, and whole thing. Yeah. Bone, I think I saw tail, a video claws. the other day of a chipmunk holding a bird and it was just like eating its it's on uh fuck it, nature's metal or whatever. Mother Nature's metal. It was just like a chipmunk <laughs> eating the face of a bird, just argh, argh, argh. you're like I thought I thought they I ate mean, just brain ate first. Nuts. Just like they <laughs> ate nuts. Well, it's uh, this is uh, this is I, I think yes, you're on to something. Uh, there's a phenomenon that happens when we don't have sources of food where um, your inclination, this happens in, uh, there's tons of survival stories that kind of back this up. Okay. And obviously if we go back in civilization and look at what was prioritized as food, the organ meats in kills were by far the most cherished. Yeah. And you can see that in wolf packs today, like the alpha gets the liver and that is the most nutritionally dense source of um, food in the animal. And there's uh, the one that I was reading. I don't know if you ever read um, Unbreakable. It's uh, the World War II soldier. He was a, he was the miler. Uh, the, he was running like Olympic miler, uh, one of the fastest people in the world. Right before World War II, gets basically drafted in the military, crashes an airplane somewhere, gets caught by the Japanese. But, camp. Yeah. but before that, he's on a boat for like 45 days in the middle of the ocean. And at some point, he catches an albatross, and he eats the eyes out of the albatross, and he tears the bird open and eats the organs, and, ditch, and ditches the meat. And there's something like he just had this instinct that he can't. And it, sure enough, like it turns out that yeah, well, if he would have eaten the meat, he would have got sick anyway. But all the nutrition that he needed was actually in the organs and in the brain and the eyeballs. And so he. And there's another story. And instinctively knew that. Yeah, and just right. Yeah, he just craved. Oh, I need the eyeball, and he's like digging out the eyeball with his nail. And you're like, that is really interesting uh, because there, there's a couple stories like that. And if you look at, um, I mean, how Inuits still hunt, like they still go for like not the meat. They give that the, to the dogs, like the the tenderloin and the thigh, or like whatever the muscle belly tissue that goes to yeah. the, the work dogs. And then they get the blubber and the organs and whatever. So they're 
we have changed in that respect. And so meat is not as nutritious because we are not eating the same eating, meat that eating we were the, eating. Eating the, the right part of the animal or the most nutritionally yeah. dense part of the animal. Yeah. So in that practice, I mean, that changed how we, uh, once I started to learn about like organ meat and the importance of including it, because I didn't grow up eating like liver and onions like some people did. Yeah. So no, I'm not a fan of it. Neither am I. The I only way. The- a pate maybe. Yeah. Yeah, like a little something like yeah, that. Yeah, I got into maybe. liver when I moved to France. Oh, okay. But only as pate. Because um, I, I had a, I like- a, a terrible association with overcooked liver oh. um, that my mom tried to disguise with bacon. Ooh. And okay. I can, and couldn't, couldn't do it, but I'll, but pate, like a force-fed goose liver. Yeah, like yeah. That, <laughs> that, like, well, you ever see Trevor's him making, gonna make a moose moose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, there's, uh, <laughs> but uh, we got um, this company, Honest Bison, who's um, uh, they kind of they sent us some really good stuff. Uh, we talked to them about that, and they grind up literally some liver and kidney, mm-hmm. and it, they put like maybe twenty percent of a ground bison. They'll put with organ meat, so it's like barely detectable. Yeah, so you can still just make a burger and then get your organ meat because I think it is important. To, and not to reenact history, but to know how we got here. We got yeah. here through survival mechanisms that really worked, which was eating a lot of organ meat. Yeah, and I noticed that you know the 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 you know the the ground lamb <laughs> that uh, I that's raw that I feed to Sparkle. You know, it's organ meat and bone, and, oh, okay, yeah. and some muscle as well. Yeah, yeah. But it's a lot. But a lot of it is you know. But there's there, there's going to be less you know, of the lean t- of the muscle tissue in it because mm-hmm. that's more expensive. You can sell that to people. Yeah. Um, but the people aren't down with the lamb organs and the and and the bones. So when they grind it up and make these, you know, these raw patties, um, you know, the, the percentage of organ meat and bone is mm-hmm. relatively high. Yeah, well, and, so that's the lamb liver is the one thing that we um, <laughs> use that as, I think lamb could be the highest, uh, lamb liver specifically, could be okay. the highest nutrition per weight than any, and I don't know why. Well, Maybe the, it's and, the diet and, and the the muscle, the lamb, you know, meat mm-hmm. is just some uh, of it, my favorite. Yeah, it's that it is the highest protein content of any okay. meat, you know, per by by weight. Well, so when we're when we're mostly, um, I had this discussion a couple times with people claiming that a plant based diet is more nutritious, and sometimes I ask for the math. Yeah, <laughs> and in one case, this person, you know, brought back like a salad with kale and whatever. It's like okay. Um, that's not your calorie. Like we're talking about nutrition per calories. You're not eating 2,200 calories a day of kale and endive. Although that would be really great. There's like lots of vitamin K, lots of micronutrients. Yeah. But it's still lacking in macronutrient profile. Like when we're talking about nutrition, we're talking about macro and micro. We're talking about yes. the components that make up a healthy diet. And you can't get that on vegetable sources alone. So one of the bis- biggest misconceptions of the plant-based diet is that it's oh, it's vegetables and it's good for you and you just eat veggies. And you're like, no, people are eating grain and beans. And like, those aren't that nutritionally dense, especially grain, especially corn or bread or anything. Like it has to be fortified with vitamins. They add that later because people will die of deficiencies. If if That's what the RDA was created for. (laughs) Yeah. So in one, uh, I think when you measure this up, you just take like, take your idea of the most dense, nutritionally dense, vegetable possible and when they do they're looking for the thing that has the most rare vitamin and mineral content so it's something most people think it's it's not kale um endive and um uh, radicchio are some of the most dense nutrition so if you take that 
uh, and you mix it with the things that it's missing. So you add in the other vegetables like kale or some of the fruit like strawberries or whatever. And you try to match the nutrition of four ounces of lamb liver. Mm -hmm. It takes close to 16 pounds of fruits and vegetables to match just one piece of four ounces of lamb liver. And that's that's to match it across the board. And then yeah. Lane does something uh, similar in his article because they talk about, um, you know, you, instead of eating eggs with all that bad cholesterol, yeah, you could just eat a peanut, a peanut butter, butter sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, by the time you add it up, you're at almost three times the calories. In order to... Just to match the right. macronutrient profile. Which, um, when you, you know, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. When you see... All of the vegans and vegetarians who are overweight. Yeah. Because there's an excess of calories mm -hmm. required in order to have appropriately nutrient dense food. Yeah, or, or even to just control macronutrient ratios. Like this is yeah. th this is my one argument for, you know, people is like, look, I don't care about the ethics. I don't care about, and there's there's really good arguments to say that your ethics behind veganism are fucking pointless anyway. Like you're decimating the earth in order to grow crops. Like yeah. you're you're wiping out every population of deer and mice and rabbits and bugs and, and animals that, that used to live on that land that you yeah, are now you know totally decimated because it's because they're pests because it's not all hydroponics. No, <laughs> you know in hydroponic sort of uh, laboratories yeah. that you know, occupy disused high-rise buildings in the middle of a fucking city. But even, even that, if the that was the case, <laughs> I mean, and even in that case, you know, the, the energy requirements uh, yeah. would uh, overbalance yeah, they're astronomical. <laughs> the benefits. Uh, yeah. But even in that case, you're like, okay, let, let's just get rid of the ethical and, and, yeah. and the other arguments for doing it. And you're like, if you want to control your body composition, if you want to have some kind of um, uh, predictability with performance, being able to control macronutrients and calories and micronutrient consumption is the only way to do it. And if I have to, if every time I need, oh, I need to add 20, 30, I need another serving of protein, 20 to 30 grams. Mm -hmm. If every time... Got to hit my pea protein. Yeah, well, if you don't have that, every time, if I'm trying to do it through whole foods and yeah. real meals, every time I add 30 grams of, of protein, I'm going to add 30 to 50 grams of carbohydrate, yes. which means you're always skewed high on the carbohydrate side, which means more insulin, which means more whatever you want to call it, but you're processing food differently. And yeah. therefore, there's no real control there because in order to get the ratio to go up, you got to adjust both you yes. can't just adjust one exactly whereas if you were more omnivorous mm. you could favor foods that were higher in right. you know the particular macronutrient that yeah. you um were trying to Im increase yeah i could yeah. i could add egg whites i could add you know yeah. half a chicken breast i could add tuna i could add there's so many easy ways to do it and then i could literally have the same meal with a totally different profile because i'm able to alter it and and so for most people, I think if they knew. So, so if you were, if you were concerned, like if part of what you were doing was eating for a particular outcome, mm -hmm. you'd rather be able to control it um, by using, a, having access to a variety of different sources. And I, and I think if, mo huh. if most people knew that if they were like, I'm, I'm currently for the past couple of weeks, I've been pretty low on protein as okay. in probably under 50 grand, like under on average, I'm light 50 grams a day i should be closer to 180 i'm probably closer okay. to 140 okay um a day 
there is a composition that comes with that that is noticeable. I am noticeably softer than when I have my protein up. And I think that across the board, that is correct. With everybody they've seen, if they dump their protein past a certain point, not that you need like excess amounts, like I don't yeah. need 400 grams of protein a day. Yeah. That's a waste of money. Because eventually you just turn it into glycogen and then fat storage, whatever. Yeah. Um, but below a certain point, your body starts changing in order to adapt to the amount of protein that it has turn it into glucose yeah and then fat storage yeah because like yeah glycogen is stored something else yeah anyway well yeah yeah so you overflow get yeah 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 for sure <laughs> so you do get a little bit softer and i think when you look at the typical vegan body you're like oh it's deficient somewhere or it's just skewed yeah. the macronutrients are skewed in just the wrong way where you can tell fat and carbs are up and protein is down yes and when you look at the opposite when you see somebody that eats an excessive amount of meat even and just balance uses carbohydrate for fuel they tend to be very lean individuals you look at someone like trevor or yeah. someone like josh where they're just like i that guy has veins in his abs and he's not trying that, yeah. that that's typical but when you see them eat they're eating a piece of meat and a little bit of vegetable content like but it's meat based yeah and i think uh yeah i don't know macronutrient roulette is you know is <laughs> it i mean it's it's essentially what is being mm. you know talked about it's not like like you're not eating you, you know, they're saying that you're eating for a particular outcome. And that if we show all these examples of, you know, good outcomes, which appear to be the exception, not the rule and mm -hmm. some of the, and, and some exceptions that are made up more than others, mm -hmm. let's say, or not as remarkable as they are, you know, presenting them as, um, I think that is really what you've just described is sort of like, Oh, I need to increase my protein intake. Mm -hmm. And, but you know, the ride along, you know, what happens along with that should I limit myself to these particular food sources is carbs and fat go mm -hmm. up and there is a consequence. Mm. And, and I, I just think like, okay, it's the, it's the machine. I'm going to do what the machine wants, mm. not what, you know, I'm going to listen to the machine, not to the hype coming from outside the machine. Yeah. I, I mean, in general, I guess that, that is the message. Like, <laughs> No one can answer any of this shit for you. Like, I, yeah. I mean, we know quite a bit about nutrition and we don't really talk about it all that much because in all honesty, an answer isn't helpful in this case. Like <laughs> the search is yeah. the helpful part of it. So if you're asking like, what is the best way to eat? There is no best way to eat. I, the, the way to, no, what is the best way to eat for me? Exactly. Yeah. Is, the, <laughs> is the actual question. Correct. Now, what is the best way to eat? And then- you know, trying to convince, compel, or whatever. copy, like looking what at what others. somebody else does, yeah. is just not helpful. I, you could go back into the video and be like, "Oh well, you know, I want to be a weightlifter," and you know, uh, Kendrick he eats vegan. Well, he didn't <laughs> for a yeah. really long time, yeah, and then he did, but he had already acquired he'd already the, the prerequisite established the foundation, strength. yeah. And in all honesty, he's not good. Like, he's not a good weightlifter. Yeah. Like, on the world stage, he's not even close. He'll be de-platform at world events. That's because there's 300 Russians that can beat him. Yeah. And that's, they 
all fucking eat meat. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but yeah. that, that's just how it is. And I don't know who the strong man is. I've never heard of him, um, which is telling. It, well, but he's not winning World's Strongest Man. Right. And part of that is because he's he specializes in particular events within that competition. And the people who win the competition um, are generally good at all of the events. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah right. And, yeah. and um, one other funny thing, and I think we're going to close on this because, you know, fitnessing is about to happen. Oh, yeah. Uh, I believe. Um, but but this idea, and we'll, we'll finish with the bench press topic because it's pretty oh. fun. And uh, I think, and there was something um, in the documentary that, that uh, Norton uh, discusses about where they say that, you know, uh, you know eating beetroot as a supplement <laughs> yeah, yeah. will put 19, you know, imp- improve your bench press by 19%. Jesus. Everybody's going to assume that that means they're, weight that they can push on the bench press is going to increase one or a max yeah. right because but that's i don't know if that's exactly what they said but generally mm-hmm. people associate bench press with you know the one rep max for mm-hmm. some reason any kind of strength test it's always you mm-hmm. know it, the exercise any kind of exercise like that the squat the deadlift the bench press um you're going to associate when you hear 19 percent, you mm-hmm. start doing some math in your head like ah, if i you know, bench 300, mm. then I can increase it by this much. Sixty. I mean, I'm just like, whoa, yeah. I can put, like, I can take the supplement and fucking, well, holy shit, I should try that. But what actually the, the, the experiment was, mm. was max reps at 60% of one rep max <laughs> yeah, yeah. following beetroot supplement. And, and beetroots or beetroot, beet, whatever, as a supplement has been largely adopted by endurance sport yeah, yeah. because... Uh, you know, for a variety, because that's where the performance benefits are. It has for fatigue. You know, very, yeah. it's, it's fatigue resistance yeah. or, or it, you know, it, and I can't remember all the, you know, the exact mechanisms, but there is some vasodilation that supposedly mm-hmm. occurs and blah, blah, blah. Um, so it was max reps at six, you know, 60% of one rep max. And so, um, and there was a general increase um, in the amount of reps it took to get fatigued. Like people m- yeah. might have increased the number of reps that they could do at sub maximal level by 19%. So mistaking max output for um, improved economy, if you will, um, or... But what do you think they're selling Confusing strength with muscular endurance. Like, are they selling the performance benefits of, you know, a root vegetable? A supplement? I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) like, I mean, because it's vegetable-based and you're vegan or... Because if I ate the lion heart right before then, would my bench press go up? Or would I run to the bathroom and probably like, vomit? Have, vomit, <laughs> vomit and well, this sounds really diarrhea. familiar <laughs> to something that we dealt with back in the day with the Udo's oil thing, yes. which was an increase. I, I forget the numbers; you'll probably remember, yeah. but increased endurance by such and such yes. percentage. And we're like, "Wait, what?" And the same thing is true. And it, it, it was it, it was yeah. a, an increase in endurance, and so we run that through. You know, our filter of training endurance athletes. Yeah. And I, I can't remember exactly. I can go back and find it. But I hypothesized it was just like, oh, so Josh Brockbank on his bike would increase it, you know, the, the would have this result. But it wasn't actually that. They had. It was had, a push up test. It was a push up test or something. It was. It also related to muscular endurance in the sense of multiple reps inside, with, you know, within the context of weightlifting type of exercises, not actual endurance outside. You know, uh, you know, running, cycling, you know, yeah. what we'd normally associate with endurance activity. Um, and so it's just misrepresentation of an experiment. And it's yeah. and it's always uh, tied to marketing of some kind yeah. um, because you're trying to sell a particular, pro- you know, use a science, 
you know, thing to sell a particular product or, um, or a particular way of thinking and lifestyle and ethical behavior, which is exactly what this whole, um, yeah. f- film, not documentary <laughs> is, uh, is trying to do, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, bring on the backlash for it. Uh, like who cares? Like, cool. Somebody's going to be vegan right on. Yeah. Like whole foods just went up in value or like what, what all the typical yeah, money makers like from see, this business. I'd like to see the investment profile, you know, portfolios of some of these people as well. Like yeah. who are, who are tied to this and they're just like, okay, where do I put, where do I put my money? If, if this, you know, goes big and we mm-hmm. actually cause some kind of, you know, grand social change, mm-hmm. then where am I going to put my money in the stock market to take advantage of that? <laughs> where would you, Oh, disease. I was going to say diabetes. Uh, diabetes, yeah. yeah. I'd put yeah, all the absolutely. diabetes medications, all the, yeah. yeah. I think no matter what, you can always just double down on diabetes because it's the biggest disease there is. Yeah, diabetes and death. <laughs> Best investments ever. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's, I guess we got the title of our- That's our nutrition our, podcast. Exactly. <laughs> diabetes exactly. and death. death. And uh, it's time to go eat something. Yeah. It's on you to decide what that's going to be. Have fun.